This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys, we made it through the week. Happy Yay. Friday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Okay, so uh, I did some work. I did some work uh, based on something. I did some work, guys. Aren't we happy? Aren't we proud? Yeah. yeah. No, based on something we heard yesterday off the air at the end of the show. And it was about this Britney Spears Instagram post that we kind of went through with a fine tooth comb yesterday. This one silly, ridiculous post. Yeah. It was the most recent post where it shows her breaking her foot. Now, for those of you who haven't taken the deep dive, Bradley, can you give people kind of the gist of what they'd be seeing? On this broken foot video? Yeah. So basically she dances um, and she's like, hey, I broke my foot. So you see her dancing for a good two thirds. And then the last third or last quarter, maybe it's like three quarters of dancing um, like a crazy person. And then um, the last quarter or so is her breaking her foot. Mm-hmm. And you see essentially she rolls her ankle uh, or rolls her foot. And then you hear a snap and then she hits the ground. And then that's the end of the video. And there were a couple things that we found interesting about the video. Most importantly, it seems to be like four different videos spliced together of what is supposed to appear to be the same or, session. Yeah, or it's video that's been edited, right? right? Like, but um, in addition to the fact that there are edits in the video, which who can, again, can I just say this too for the audience who's like, what? Yeah. So. We like to go deep in the shallow, which means we're paying really close attention to dumb things that nobody else is paying attention to. Mm-hmm. I won't say nobody because there's actually a lot of people that are. But we pay attention to, like, how many edits are in this video more than maybe we would somebody else's Instagram videos. Right. Because we've had reason to believe in the past that Britney Spears and her people are trying to sell us something that maybe doesn't mirror reality all that often. Exactly. So the final splice of this uh spliced together Instagram video. She's wearing an entirely different top. Mm -hmm. And that was of note to us. We were like, that was the one moment where she breaks her foot. She's wearing something completely different than she's been wearing in the rest of the video. So we're like, what's that all about? Well, it was our social media uh, director here at my talk one Oh seven one who in a break said, you guys, what if that's not even her? Mm -hmm. That kind of cracked our world open a little bit because we have read blind items and we have seen posts before that appear to be from like a body double of hers, which that famous people have body doubles. That's yeah. a normal thing, right? So you and I both separately on our own used technology, uh, our resources, yeah, the pause button, that's all, to see if we could discern whether or not that final 
video where she breaks her ankle is indeed her. Yeah. So I actually I did that because um, you know how you can record your screen on your phone. Yeah. So I recorded the f- video itself. Oh, that was smart. As I was watching it on my phone from Instagram, mostly because I was like, am I going to post like I, I wanted to post this and be like, you guys, this is weird. But first I wanted to, you know, when you record a video, then you can slowly go back and forth mm-hmm. because I just wanted to see who because we had this suggestion that perhaps um, maybe this wasn't her in the last clip, mm-hmm. but then we'd have to like answer all these other questions. Like, well, why wouldn't that yeah. be her? Like, what's the point of all of this? Cause she is wearing a boot. But anyway, before you get to any of that, we are living in this place where we should question everything and believe nothing because we know in Hollywood, nothing is real and everyone, and everyone smokes. smokes. So I, after I recorded that, image or that video then i just kind of slowly went back and forth to see like what are the differences frame to frame from the three quarters that are her dancing and then the quarter of her breaking her foot right and what did you discern from that well basically that it's her it appears to be her yeah the differences are though because i was like okay well what essentially is different the things that are different are the position of the camera yeah so you get a different angle of the camera on her which makes her look different, right? Right. Um, but then she is wearing a different top. Yeah. That's different. Mm-hmm. Her hair is actually different. And what I mean by that is, is in the first three quarters, her hair changes a little bit, but essentially she has bangs and then her hair up in a ponytail. Right. In the video where she breaks her foot, all of her hair is pulled back. There are no bangs. Yeah. And it's not, again, it's like obvious. It's not like, I was counting hair strands. Right. It was noticeable that she had pulled all of her hair back and not just let this big wash of bangs fall forward like the first three quarters. Right. However, and again, you're going to ask the question, so I don't know that I have an answer to the so. I'm just looking at what's different. Right. So the top is different. The hair is different. That said. And the camera angle. And the camera angle. That said. The time of day doesn't appear to be different because if you look at the reflections from the window where the sun is, it seems to be the same, or at least you can't, you can't tell a difference. The shadows on the floor are the same. Um, So then I have all these questions like, why did she change her top? And okay, so big deal. She posted two different video clips together. Why didn't she just post the video clip of the part where she broke her foot? Exactly. And whatever she was doing before that. Why was there the addition of all this non-relevant video? That's those are the questions I don't have. Yeah. The answers answers I don't have to those questions. And I and I had the same, you know, I was able to discern pretty much the same thing as you were through my screen captures that it does appear to be her, but a different camera angle, etc. And I still can't figure out why. So in that moment, I thought, okay, well, where else can I go to find some more answers? And it occurred to me, we have not checked in with the gals who host the Britney's Graham podcast. Oh, sure. Now, they are important because their names are Tess and Babs. They really are credited with blowing the top off and starting the, the whole Free Britney movement. Yeah. Because of a voicemail that they got from an informant who worked in the law office that handled Britney Spears' conservatorship. Yep. So they did that first episode where they shared, the first few episodes where they shared those, um, those, you know, those few, um, those few 
uh, voicemails from that person and kind of broke it apart and tried to explain what they thought was going on. And then that whole movement caught steam. So I thought, well, what are they doing? What are they up to? We haven't heard from them in a while. And yeah, you know what? We actually haven't heard from them in a while. They don't post very much anymore. Okay. Um, actually, their most recent post was from January 22nd. But the one that caught my eye, the post that caught my eye was the post on November 26th. And the reason why is because in that post, in that in that podcast, they actually are talking about the woman who is in charge of the conservatorship. Her name is Jody Montgomery. And um, she is the person who took over the Britney Spears conservatorship from the uh, from Jamie Spears, from Britney's dad. And in this po or in this podcast, they tell the story of another person involved with Jody Montgomery, who five days after she took over the conservatorship, filed a restraining order against Jody Montgomery. Oh, weird. Okay. So now the person who's in charge of Britney Spears conservatorship has a legal action against her. And nobody seems to be asking any questions. Do, do we have any answers? Did they ask questions? They okay. So first of all, one of them went literally down to whatever um, L.A. County public, courthouse. Yeah, the public courthouse to see the actual a the records from Britney Spears conservatorship um, court case. Okay, a lot of that is redacted. Yeah, and also to look at this. Uh, this restraining order. Sure. And basically it's based on, I I took notes earlier and sent them to myself and the email never came. So I'm going to get names wrong and I apologize. But it is a 77-year-old man who has filed this restraining order against Jody Montgomery. Okay. He is the beneficiary of a trust from his father who is now, I believe now deceased. He's like some sort of um, special effects mogul in LA. Okay. So he's got all kinds of money and a, and they and a home and whatever. Yeah. His mother is 98 years old. Oh wow. She has been put in a special care facility and she's not he has no contact. He's not allowed to have contact with her. Because Jody Montgomery is the trustee of that family's trust, which includes the home that this 77-year-old man lives in. Oh. So she has put as the trustee the mother, his mother, in a long-term care facility where he cannot access her. And then she sends him a letter. They've never met. She says, you know, such and such, so-and-so, I think his name is Roger. We've never met, but I am the trustee of your father's estate. And we've discerned that the home you live in is worth thus and such. And there's this other special amount of money that that you're allotted that won't cover the upkeep of the home you live in. And as such, we are going to sell your home. You need to find somewhere else to live, essentially. Wow. Meanwhile, the mom who's in the special care facility that he can't access has a will that explicitly states that that home belongs to him. Mm. So then there's all this question around essentially what Tess and Babs, in their limited understanding of a trustee relationship, have discerned that she's the equivalent to an ambulance chaser of trusts and conservatorships. Yeah. So, well, again, if this woman has an action against her and she's also in charge of one of the, you know, 
most successful pop stars in the world, that would raise some red flags. And presumably, hopefully, because the other thing that all of this is about, and if you're just joining us and like, what kind of legal weeds are we in? It's Britney Spears. And this is such a complicated story, but this is just one juicy piece of it. So this is all a train heading in one direction. Mm -hmm. And she is in charge of this conservatorship right now in the... The train is on the tracks and it's headed towards April and April is going to be the next opportunity for this conservatorship to be renewed. Like there, this is not a done deal. Right. So one would hope that somebody is making it clear to the judge, like who this person is, because again, she's the one that has, um, she is the trustee for this conservatorship, not Britney Spears father. The other interesting thing was that she took over the conservatorship in September and at the time in November that the that Tess and Babs, who do the Britney's Graham podcast, had done this particular podcast. One of the things that they were able to access was the um, amount of money that the firm that Jody Montgomery works for had used on the conservatorship mm. and that figure. And I don't know any I don't know if this this sounds like a lot to me. But I have nothing to compare yeah. it to. That in that month time, they were uh, they had spent twenty or they were billing twenty seven thousand dollars on this particular conservatorship. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what the, the going firm. rate is, but you know, yeah. it seems like with any industry, there are, are there is the potential for people to abuse the system. I mean, I actually know people who were in charge who were in charge of other people's trusts and ended up going to prison because yeah. they were pocketing money for themselves. Right. So there, that seems like an industry that would be ripe for corruption. And it seems like somebody should be paying attention to it. And I don't know if anybody is, but certainly Babs and Tess Well, are. if those two are, you'd hope. Right. Somebody who has something to say about it will. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with a Friday bundle of dirt. Hi, friends. Nice to see you on this fine Friday. You as well. Lady Gaga has a new video out. Did you guys see this? They're so So I've I've seen clips. Pink. But I'm so old. I'm past my Lady Gaga phase. No. It just, I'm like, what is this? What's oh, the I think thing I'm, in the thing? I think I'm more into Lady Gaga mm. after um, A Star is Born. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think it sort of just renewed my love for her. Mm-hmm. So, another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, uh, she has a new music video out for her song Stupid Love, just released today, and she is dancing in the desert with her fellow kindness punks. She's wearing a head-to-toe pink wardrobe that incorporates latex, leisure, leather, mesh, 
And she has a matching bubblegum wig. I like her very much. <laughs> you know what is so funny? I like, just like that she's a performance artist. I get it too. And like, she's creative. Yeah. I was I, I was so excited yesterday about the Taylor Swift video. And it just occurred to me, like, the only like not everybody gets excited about videos in the same way anymore. I know. It's very sad. Because we don't have MTV. Because we don't have MTV. I mean, I mean we, we do, it, but we don't, but we don't care yet. Right. Well, um, the thought of like sitting, so like I saw this video and, and you know, like I see most things these days, I saw clips and because people are always doing, are already doing the meme treatment for, right. for this video. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh, she has new music out. But like then for me to think I'm going to stop what I'm doing and sit and watch something for a few minutes. I know that sounds ludicrous. But it is just like it's an effort that For sure we have a lot of stuff to consume that I just haven't been willing to take yet, mm-hmm. which is hilarious in a commentary on society as it is. I can't be bothered for two minutes of creativity. I do think, though, there are a couple of things that we're missing in our consumption of music today that we used to just take for granted and have. And number one is videos, because there is something really cool to seeing the artist's interpretation of what the visual imagery right. around their music would be and then number two listening to an album from beginning to end you never hear Mm -hmm. that story anymore because you only just listen to clips and so you don't hear about you know you don't hear why one song flows into the next and kind of the different things where it used to be you would put on a tape or a cd and you would just listen to the whole thing like sometimes on cds you would skip but tapes you what are you going to do fast forward and try to find the song you got to live through it you just have to suffer through the stuff you don't like exactly to get to the stuff that you do like and isn't that a metaphor for life in so many ways we're just fast forwarding through the hard stuff to get to the stuff we do like but then you kind of miss the great perspective on the stuff you do like oh i need you to write that poem Elizabeth, I think I you just I did. Mean, I don't want to get too heavy on a Friday, but I just did it. Or like write a book, but that takes too long. So too have somebody show. else write so a story. I'll write an Instagram post. There, it. <laughs> there it is. Uh, ben Affleck reuniting with Jennifer Garner nearly two weeks after admitting that their divorce was his worst mistake ever. These two cannot have a conversation without people seeing them in public. Well, you know, because they call the paparazzi. Yeah, I know, but they just wait outside their house. Jessica Simpson gave some really interesting insights into avoiding the paparazzi. I know I've been talking about her book, no, Open I, Book, and I'm like a broken record on this, and I apologize. No, I read it too, and I in. was also a, bro- a broken record. Here's what I will tell you. Yeah. Because I know what you're talking about. She talked about what it was like to have them at the gates, and she would like come out, and then they would follow her. And do like the rental car tricks. But I feel like that was in the, that was in the early 2000s. Times it's not like that anymore. Changed. The, the model, model for paparazzi has changed. Yeah. What's right. happening? I want you to listen to our upcoming podcast, Deep in the Shallow, wherein we talk about how organs like People Magazine are now just tools for celebrities yeah. to manipulate us. Well, she did get her second wedding totally paid for mm-hmm. because of the photo ops yeah 100 i guess kind of like i feel like i would maybe do that too when you go there somebody's gonna make money off this deal you should do it you should do it right. and i'm gonna have helicopters flying everywhere yeah. above trying to but get then the you shot get the, you get the other side of that so you don't get to pick you don't get to just get the good parts i think she picked stuff though she was talking about no no no, no. what i'm saying is like if you indulge the machine to give you things yeah you will pay the consequence that's true mm-hmm that's I mean, I'm true. not saying it's right. No, I'm just it's saying just like that's selling your soul, man. Yeah, but it's like if somebody's <laughs> going to make, I always say this, if somebody's going to make money off your story, you should be making money mm-hmm. off of it too. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's why I don't really have that big of a problem with paying for interviews. Right. Yeah. It's like if Good Morning America is going to 
make tons of money. They're a cash cow. They're going to make tons of money off of having, you know, whatever, whatever viral sensations, new story. You should get some of that. You should get some yeah, of that. Why I do agree. You, you fly in for free and just get like a night at the at a hotel in New right. York and that's your payment. I mean, that's your story. Why did they get to make all of the cash off of it? Right. I don't know, you guys. I totally disagree, or I totally agree with you. And I was going to just uh, note for you, the the one and only Nora McInerney had a very interesting post on her Twitter about something very similar where she was asked to write for a publication that is run by a very, very, very wealthy person. For free. And she was asked to write for free. Right. And all she would get was publicity. Exposure. That's it. Yeah. Like, nope. No, and yeah. she's a working writer. Real job, actually. So right. you pay for the real job. I know. Listen, Welcome I'm with to you. The world of creatives. You guys, there are some um, LA County Sheriff's deputies who are in big doo doo because they shared photos of the scene where Kobe Bryant and Gigi and seven other people lost their Oof. lives, including photos of the remains. I mean, it is oh, very not bad. Good. How would you do that? Um, we don't know who took the photos. TMZ is digging into this, but first responders were talking about it just two days after the crash. The LA Times has been a, done a big investigation on it as well. Um, they're saying that at least one L.A. County sheriff's official had the photos on his cell phone in a setting that had nothing to do with the investigation. And um, the sheriff's department contacted families of all the victims this week. An official told the Times the reason for contacting them was not because of the allegation, but rather there was a media inquiry over the allegation and they would only say the matter is being looked into. Oh. This is a big problem in L.A., yeah. though, with these hospitals and within the police department. They're leaking stuff. <sighs> Yikesies. Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that lovely dirt alert. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You want a prize on my talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk One O Seven One, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and this is your thirty second pop culture challenge. Thirty second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? I've got Ashley. We both actually, all of us have Ashley <laughs> on the line. And what is Ashley playing for? Ashley is playing for a big fat pair of these. Tickets to go see the film Emma, which is in theaters today. All right, Ashley, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I am ready. All right, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Which member of the Kardashian-Jenner family made millions from selling lip kits? Kylie. Sloth is a character from what 80s movie? What was that? Sloth is a character from what 80s movie? Mm, pass. Suzanne Summers had her breakthrough role on what sitcom? Step by Step? Nope. Oh, uh, company. Superman comes from what planet? Oh, crypt, not Krypton. Yep. Who created the musical Hamilton? Uh, Lynn Manuel. Sloth is a character. Mm. Oh, I tried. Oh, Ashley, I'm so sorry. We did not get all of those. To get it, but. Correct. Uh, but you get the opportunity to play again on Monday. Everybody can try to play because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, let's get to that one she did not get. Uh, which member? Nope. Uh, Sloth is a character from? The Goonies. Goonies. Mm. Also, I just want to. Um, Rewatch the Goonies? Well, Yes. But I have it on DVD, so I could watch it anytime I want. Oh, yeah. 
who created the musical Hamilton? Holly wrote Hamilton. And I just kept saying Hamilton in my head. Like, that would be a funny musical. Hamilton. Totally. (sighs) All right. Now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve uh, some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought to us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Not as exciting as Hamilton, but we'll try. Not as pointy. Nothing is as exciting as Hamilton. Uh-uh. Hamilton the musical. <laughs> Here's our first celebrity gossip Starring mystery. Mark Hamill, sorry. Oh, oh, good one. Yeah. And his toe. Okay. Actually totally performed by his toe. Yeah. Hamilton. <laughs> okay, go ahead. This, by the way, this is confirmed. We know who this is about. This one season network reality wonder is about to be rewarded by not having to take a spot on The View and instead is in talks to get her very own talk show, another possible replacement for the illiterate one. One season network reality wonder. Yes. Network reality is something like American Idol. Okay, so I feel like this has got to be like something Bachelor-ready, no? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Hannah? Because it's ABC. Oh, it's Hannah. I mean, that's the only woman I know that anybody knows about from Bachelor beyond those who watch The Bachelor, so it had to be. And? And? Oh, wait, what else am I looking for? Oh, Kelly Clarkson? No. Oh, the illiterate. Yes, think about one. Megan uh, McCain. No. Oh. Her very own talk show. Wendy Ooh. Williams? Yes. Oh. oh. Wait a minute. Okay, so put all these things together, yeah. please, because I'm still confused. Okay, so Hannah Brown from The Bachelor franchise is about to be rewarded for her good performance on this season of The Bachelor and other things by not having to take a spot on The View. Maybe she was going to be a possible replacement for Abby Huntsman. But instead, Hannah Brown is in talks to get her very own talk show. Another possible replacement for Wendy Williams. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I think it's only a matter of times before times time before Wendy Williams goes bye bye in the car car. I'm I am in terms of her show. Not going to hold my breath, but I am looking forward to that day. I mean, it's time. Has she ever? Can we just double back to something that we never closed the loop all the way on? No. Has she? She hasn't ever said a word about that awful, terrible joke she made. I don't believe so. Woman, what was uh, this? Was about Drew Carey's ex, yeah, the ex fiance that died by being pushed off a balcony by her uh, ex boyfriend who she had a restraining order against. And Wendy Williams made a horrible joke about it, yeah. She never apologized, okay. She just kind of hoped it would all blow over, I imagine. Well, and it kind of did because we forget things so easily and quickly. Oh, she'll say something again, don't worry, yeah. There will be another opportunity. We have another opportunity to solve a celebrity gossip mystery. Yay! Yay. Here's your next blind item. An A-list actor who directs, well, is filming a movie right now, and multiple female extras have already complained about getting hit on by him. He spends all day when not filming, trying to get women to go to his trailer with him. Ew. Yes. Al Pacino. Okay. I just, I don't know. Have we had trouble with this person before? Well. Have we said anything about Al Pacino? Am I casting aspersions on Al Pacino? 
We talked about Al Pacino a couple of weeks ago. His ex-girlfriend said, said he was cheap and old. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stingy and old. Mm-hmm. Regarding the A-list actor who directs that we're trying to think of, is is he somebody who's gotten himself into some trouble before? Yeah, kind of. Is it like a James Franco type person? No. Okay. It's not a Leo? No. Uh, I will say that the Daily Mail published photographs of this person on the set of their new movie. I believe it's filming in France right now. Okay. So I mean, it's not Bradley Cooper. No. Come on. Somebody that no, we've been that talking be, he about. He wouldn't be lot. creeping on women. Uh, I see what you did there. That's appropriate. Uh, yes. Oh gosh. Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Depardont. Um, it looks, okay, give it, yes. it, narrow it down just a wee bit. Um, this person has won Oscars for their pursuit of behind-the-scenes film action. You know him. Behind-the-scenes film action. Yes, meaning that this person is a director, a noted screenwriter, and also a star of cinema screens around the world. Tom Hanks? No. <laughs> I love it when we pull Tom Hanks out for something I mean, it's A-list. Like, yeah. how many A-list actors are there? This person. director. Am I yeah. close? No. Oh. This person has a new movie out in theaters and has been doing a lot of press around it. Ben Affleck? Thank you. Oh, God. Yeah, who's hiding in plain sight. Second time this week we've missed Ben Affleck. You know yeah. why? Because I don't like to think about Ben Affleck. Well, I just don't think about him actually doing anything other than being kind of a trouble spot. Yeah. All right. Read kind the thing. Sad yeah, which is fascinating because the man has done a lot of work and has been honored for it. But anyways, Ben Affleck filming a new movie. Apparently, multiple female extras have already complained about getting hit on by Ben Affleck. And Ben spends all day when not filming trying to get women to go to his trailer with him. Gross. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. guy is going to guy. Oh, I don't want to talk about yeah. another one. Yeah, thank you. Nothing Let's do another one. Yeah, this one's not much better. Oh, yay! <laughs> so, oh. speaking of permanent A-list comic actors. Okay. This actor, who started out in television a long time ago and now does nothing but movies, has been drinking on the set of his new movie Oh, and asking women to sit on his lap and grind. Oh, my gosh. Eddie Murphy? Uh, oh, okay. No. But close. Um, Chris Rock. No, thank God. There is a connecting thread of Eddie Murphy and this person that they both were on the same television show, but at different times. Oh, Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. Okay, so then it's got to be Chevy Chase. <laughs> Bill Murray. Oh, oh, I'm really sorry about that. Oh, I don't like it. It's totally believable, though, because he probably it. does it with a smile and a like, aw shucks, oh, come gosh. grind on my lap. So, Ishy. Bill Murray, who started out on Saturday Night Live, has been drinking on the set of his new movie and asking women to sit on his lap and grind. Do you think that um, people listening to us who just don't buy the things that we're selling are like, how dare you yes. ruin yeah, the yes. good name and, of and that man? And here's what I want to say. I do what we do, and I say that yeah. <laughs> about us. Yeah. Like, I had that moment with this 
with a Bill Murray. But you know what? Listen, that's, can I just, this is my PSA, Unblinded by the Item, this segment we do. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. On our show, where Holly brings us blind items that are written by somebody who has a pretty good tra- track record. Yep. Uh, he goes by the moniker NT Lawyer. We follow his website, crazydaysandnights.net. The thing about it is this. You have to decide what, like with all things, take what you want and leave the rest. However, I think it's more important for us to start living in a world with our eyes wide open. And sometimes you learn things that you don't want to know, but that does not mean they're not happening. And it doesn't also mean they're all happening. Well, also, can I just point out that it's... Sorry, I'm emotional. Can I point out the... Take it's a deep so, breath, it's okay. I just do that when I have to burp. Okay. Um, <laughs> since so, we're being honest. Um, it's so obvious. Can I just point out the obvious, which is... That is just him relaying the stories that he's been told. It is not to always say that everything verbatim that he says is true. It is to say that that is what people are saying. Right. So, like much gossip and innuendo, I imagine there are occasions where... Uh, things are misinterpreted or misread or misrelayed. Now, on the stuff that you hear over and over again, that's when I would start to take, taking that to the bank. But like anything, if this is the first time we've ever heard anything about Bill Murray, maybe it was a one-off. If if that makes you sleep at night, great. But I guarantee you, if you know Holly starts to see multiple occasions where Bill Murray is referenced. Uh, and it has to do with being creepy with women, then I'm going to probably start to think that those are a true line of of uh, gossip because right. that means that he's hearing the same things over and over again. He's not like a Svengali and he sits in his basement and like reads tea leaves and comes up with this stuff. He's connected to this network of people who are feeding him information. And I imagine if you get multiple people from different sources giving you the same thing. Right. Then it's just like anything. You you're probably onto something. Where there's smoke, there might be fire. Yeah, exactly. So, and this is not, by the way, the first thing we've heard about Bill Murray, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. Gross. I know. Bop, bop. Are all men like this? I mean, no, they're not. No, but apparently, <laughs> a lot more than we were prepared to deal with. It's true. It's true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, now that the Whitney hologram tour has kicked off. <laughs> I've had to confront some of my earlier thoughts about it. And I would like to readdress this conversation about the Whitney hologram tour based on what some people who have actually seen it are saying. Okay. 
Fabulous. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. I think it was last week that we talked about the Whitney Houston hologram tour. Or maybe it was earlier this week. And we had had a preview of it. And uh, based on the preview, we were kind of sharing some opinions. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And these, so this was all originally based on a preview or a dress rehearsal that had ha- been held for members of the media. And so some, some, you know, actual video and footage was making its way out, leaking out. Yeah. Uh, and people were just, Kind of having a conversation about it. Well, now the tour has started. It's it's in full swing. It's happening. And to be clear, at the time when we first started to hear dribs and drabs about it, you were kind of like, Ugh. well, I just saw this video and then I was like, okay, so maybe the technology is not what I, I hoped. And then I did see uh, some people's early reactions and I just thought, Ooh, this is going to be interesting. Okay, so I was all about it. I was super excited about it. I thought, I want to see this technology in in real life. I want to see what it can do. I'm excited about a future with it, etc. Yeah. I've, I've changed my position. All right. What made you change your mind? The reactions of people who actually bought tickets and went and saw it. Oh, okay. Okay, so, for example, um, there were some people who who liked it, who were excited uh, about the hologram concert put on by Whitney Houston, or the hologram of Whitney Houston. It's called An Evening with Whitney. Um, And, of course, as you can imagine, the estate is what benefits from this tour. Um, and really quickly, just to give people the upshot of it, uh, this, the tour set list includes How Will I Know, Greatest Love of All, I Want to Dance with Somebody, um, also I Will Always Love You, um, etc. Also, that new 19, uh, that new version of the cover of Steve Winwood's Higher Love, which I listen to like regularly, that song yeah. that was remixed with the DJ and it's her voice and that's like a new hit. And so I listen to that all the time. Would I love to see Whitney Houston perform it? I would love to see the real Whitney Houston per- yeah. perform it. Not going to happen. So some of the people who actually saw it had some sentiments that tipped my previous thoughts about it on their head. Okay. For example, one person said, I just had this overwhelming feeling of guilt while I was watching it at times because it's such a strange thing. And I thought, oh, gosh, I hadn't really actually given thought to that. Okay. To what that would feel like to be sitting in a seat watching that exposition mm-hmm. of a, a deceased singer and her hologram all as kind of a money grab by the estate. Well, and I wonder, too, if this is really specific to Whitney Houston in a way, because her death was so tragic and so recent, relatively right. speaking, to all the other dead, amazing celebrities out there and performers that this technology might benefit. Like, I don't feel like you would have the same guilty feelings if you were watching Liberace, say, and I just pulled right. that out because that's what I want. But um, but I don't feel like people would struggle with the same, you know, like, ooh, ah, ooh. Now, like if you said Whitney Houston or if you said, um, name some other musicians who've died recently, because I am not good with musicians. I'm not in a good space Chris for that. Chris Cornell. Or like, uh, well, I think we've actually talked about um, 
uh, Winehouse, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Like, I feel like those are probably not the best uses, especially because there's also in Kurt the case of Cobain, that would be another right? one that would be really difficult. Well, especially in the case of Whitney Houston as well. Another thing is that, um, you know, her family has already been accused of sort of, you know, trying to just squeeze uh, money out of her and her legacy even before she passed away. That was a con- a piece of the conversation. So I think that adds to the to the awkwardness of this experience. I still think, though, the technology is going to improve. The part of it is, too, that the technology is not 100%. So when you look at still photos because or some rudimentary video, you don't get the true impression of what that's going to be like in person. Right. Right. Um, but it probably still is lackluster compared to the real thing. Yeah. So people aren't willing to to like indulge some mediocre technology. That's not going to outweigh any guilt they might be having for like possibly disrespecting the legacy of someone they really respect. Like right. if it was amazing, you might be more inclined to do it because it would make you feel as though you were actually there with her. And that, I think, would override any doubt you would have. So maybe this technology ideally is used until it's achieved its height. You know, people that don't have a moral component attached to them, right? Yeah, and then I struggle with how do you then discern which artists people would feel good about seeing in holograph ram form and which ones holograph ram yeah <laughs> and which ones you don't you wouldn't feel like i would like if if i go like on a person by person right like i don't have any conflict seeing liberace yeah in hologram right but i do have a little internal conflict about prince well for sure right yeah but so, elvis no not really not, right no. so i Mama feel like Cass? You, no you probably just got to be real dead you know, you like have to be ben outside of for a while. You have to be outside of the the you know the touch points for the majority of the people alive. Honestly, which is kind of also a weird thing too, right? Because the people who are probably most still connected to the music are the you know the age that would be buying the tickets. But if you wait another 30 years to do Whitney Houston, you don't have the same well, yeah, fan also, base. A, a Liberace you know? or Elvis, you know, hologram tour is going to be at Branson because there's about four people that want to go see it. <laughs> right. And your relationship with those artists, Liberace and uh, the other guy. Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope Lori's not listening. Well, our relationships with them of people of being a certain age, it's already like. They're icons, they're holograms anyways. Like yeah. what is, what is our emotional like, I relationship? I think you could do a share hologram tour and she's still alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I, she is I basically a hologram. Don't disagree with yeah. you on that. And actually, I think I've said that before that I think it would be interesting to see what would happen with actual acts who are still touring as holograms. Like an Adele hologram tour. That's like a budget tour, you know? For because Concerts are so flippin' expensive. Yeah. There's got to be a way to bring... As long as it's in my living room. Because I'm not leaving the house for a hologram. It's like you want like the Princess Leia experience. Yeah. Where Unless you just have like Liberace, your hologram table. That's all you're getting me out of the door for. But if it's like Cher, I'm not getting out of my house to go You want to wear your sweats to watch Yes. Cher. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... 
Okay, we got to go deep in the shallow with the Royals. Uh, something's going on with their Instagram. Bradley's going to lay it all out for us after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.